Pride podcast listeners. It's your host, Tim Mulholland from Pride Plus Health, and I'm thrilled to bring you the May edition of our newsletter. So here's where we're talking about today. We're tackling a couple of light and breezy topics, you know, climate change and workplace safety. So we're all well-versed of how important it is to work in a respectful, safe and caring environment. In typical Pride fashion, our workplace safety guru, Navina, She's our physiotherapist. She's got a quiz and some handy insights for you to action around workplace safety. And on to the climate emergency, which is the theme for World Health Day in 2022. So climate change is not some distant concept anymore. It's here and it's already having a devastating impact on the health of millions around the world. In recent weeks, we've seen some record heat waves across the subcontinent and they've caused havoc and death on a truly horrific scale. It's something I often feel really powerless to help with. And It was one of these times where I made a decision to embrace active transport, which is one of the best decisions I've made. When you're feeling powerless, what are the simple steps that you can take? So read on and have a think about how you too can enjoy the benefits of improved health and well-being, as well as having a positive climate impact. And like me, you might start to feel powerful, not powerless. Enjoy. Let's get into the newsletter. First up is that article, Your Health Equals World Health. So this is celebrating World Health Day, which happened in April 2022. Our planet, our health. That's the message that's coming from the WHO. So the climate emergency is here and there's nothing you can do about it. Your fatigue, illness and disease is here and there's nothing you can do about it. What a load of rubbish. There is a massive connection. We can act on both of those things. The climate emergency and your health have a few things in common, but they're not insurmountable. Quite the opposite. Here's a simple change that you can do that can actually help both of them. It's called active transport. And in Europe, Africa, Asia, South America, and even some parts of hipster Melbourne, people just like you are embracing active transport for healthy lives and a healthy planet. It can be cycling to and from work. It could be walking to the supermarket. Or it could be active social or business catch-ups. But Tim, isn't cycling dangerous? I don't want to get hit by a car. Or I can't carry my groceries on the way home. An active catch-up sounds great, but I won't be able to walk and talk with my friends without getting out of breath. Like, read those points again. Listen to them again. It's dangerous. I don't want to get hit by a car. I can't carry my groceries. I'm going to get out of breath. These are all reasons to embrace active transport. The roads will be a lot safer if there were less cars in them. And if you're taking active transport, that's one less car off the road. If you're able to carry your groceries and you work on it and get a little bit stronger, you are going to get stronger. You will start to be able to carry your groceries. You don't have to carry all of them to your big shop. But if you start by smaller amounts, your muscles are going to get stronger. You can train those muscles. You could even use to start with like a Jeep or a buggy. So you're pushing rather than carrying your your groceries as you get some bulky items home. And walking and talking, well, honestly, it it should be easy for most of us. It's not something, if it's not, like it's something that you really need to work on for your own health. So you can do these things alone or you could do them with others. Um, Seeing an exercise physiologist is a really great starting point if you're just not sure where to start for you. Now, your fears, they're the greatest reason to change. So your health and the health of your planet for both you and your grandkids can be improved. And these simple changes to your actions come from simple changes to mindset. And like, I know this because I've actually experienced and lived these changes myself. It's been four years since I sold my car and I commute via bicycle now. It's been the best decision I've ever made for my health. But you might say, Tim, look, you're in your 30s. I can't do that in my 60s or my 70s or 80s. And look, it might be true. Like riding might not be appropriate for you. It might be impossible due to work commitments to completely get rid of your car, but it's not the only way for you to improve your health and the health of your planet. There's lots of active transport options that can suit different people. Choose one that suits your lifestyle. 
maybe you end up walking a little bit to catch the the train or the tram on the way to work. Maybe you end up walking to go visit your, your daughter who lives around the corner as opposed to driving the car. It's all about those incremental mindset changes and incremental steps that you do. You can do it. Every one of us can make a contribution to climate change and every one of us can improve our own health. They both seem like big challenges, but with these simple little shifts in how we think, we can start to make huge strides in having a livable world as well as it being a world in which we're worth living. We're able to get absolutely the most out of every day. Now, we're going to move on to an article from Novena, which is about workplace safety. So despite improvements in workplace conditions and an improved focus on health and safety, workplace injuries still happen, and some of these injuries are chronic, repetitive, overuse-type injuries. This is why whether you're shoveling, forklift driving, doing some computer work, understanding your workload and its effects on your body is a big part of injury prevention. According to the holy grail of injury management, reducing load and increasing capacity are the keys to preventing future injuries. But how exactly can these be achieved in the workplace? Strategies for reducing load would include choosing the right tools and adjusting the rate at which you work. Take shoveling, for example. In order to reduce the load while shoveling, it would help to pick a shovel that's of the weight and height that's appropriate for you and adjust the rate of work to, say, 15 scoops per minute, not more than 15 minutes continuously. This prevents fatigue and build-up. You've got to take plenty of rests. Meanwhile, strategies for building capacity would include improving handling techniques. If I go back to the shoveling example, a good handling technique would involve lifting with your legs and back and using your arms efficiently, keeping your feet apart for a really nice stable base, and then turn in the direction of the throw to avoid twisting your back. It also helps to work in a radius close to your body and avoid overreaching. You don't really want to be swinging around like you're swinging a cricket bat wildly. You want to be doing nice controlled moves and rotating your feet as you move and as you shovel. Just an example of shoveling. It goes for all sorts of work. If we're thinking about the work that, say, our podiatrists do in the clinic, um, there's lots of rotation that occurs as the podiatrist turns from people's feet to grabbing something out of the drawers. If by rotating the entire body, as opposed to just leaning across yourself, you can help reduce that risk of overuse injuries. So other steps that you could take to increase the capacity are improving your strength and flexibility, maintaining good sleep hygiene, that's getting enough hours these, and stress management and nutrition. If you haven't been using these strategies before, learning a new way to do things might involve a steep learning curve, but like your favorite athletes, you can perfect a technique too. It's a matter of practice and building the right habits. If you click through from prideplus.com.au, you'll find some great articles about return to work planning and a little bit more on World Health and Safety Day in 2022. And finally, we've got a quiz. So for the 28th of April being World's Day for Safety and Health at Work, as well as Workers Memorial Day, the day provides an opportunity to reflect on how to prevent workplace-related injuries and diseases and remember those who have tragically lost their lives because of it. In a gruesome reminder, Victoria, in Victoria and Australia, we lost 66 lives and had more than 23,000 workers injured in 2021. So take the quiz, prideplus.com.au, how much do you know about work safety, and you'll be able to find out just exactly where it sits. Finally, meet Aidan now, exercise physiologist. So Aidan's got an exercise science degree as well as a Master's of Exercise Physiology from La Trobe Uni. He's worked extensively in helping athletes, chronic disease clients, and the general population with their health and well-being through strength conditioning and sports science. He's really passionate about promoting healthy habits and exercise. Just check out blog and newsletters. Aidan's prolific, and he's committed to helping each client reach their health goals. When he's not in clinic in Pasco Vale, Aidan can be found kicking goals through his beloved football club 
Or he also loves a bit of camping and hiking. He's got some great photos from a recent hiking trip around Tasmania. And that's it, guys. This has been the May edition of our Pride Pack newsletter. And your host, Tim Holland. thanks for listening. We're looking forward to seeing you at some stage in the clinics across Melbourne and the surf coast sometime soon. Take care.